0: الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قد افلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياه الدنيا والاخره خير وابقى صدق الله العظيم Respected, all of my account, brothers and elders. This ayat of the Quran Sharif,
1: we heard just now recited in the Maghrib Salah. So It came to mind that we should discuss this ayat, though most of the things we may have discussed previously, Allah ta'ala make it a means of khair, benefit for me, for all of us. In this ayat, Allah Taala speaks about the greatest success. Qad aflaha man tazakka Qad aflaha. The Arabic language, somebody who is familiar with would immediately understand that this is something that is being expressed in the past tense. Qad aflaha. Indeed, he has already become successful. This is denoting the certainty that a person who undertakes what is men- mentioned thereafter, then there isn't one iota of doubt about him gaining the success. It is 100%. A person can believe that a mountain moved from one place to another, that is believable. But something that Allah wa ta'ala, has mentioned that this is what will be the result a person does this he'll be successful that there can be no doubt on a person can believe the mountain moving that is believable but somebody says there is some doubt in this that is unbelievable this is certainly the case the word falah qad aflaha falah the mufassirin explain that there isn't a word more com- comprehensive and more concise with regards to every kind of success. Now that is the success Allah Taala is speaking about. One is our understanding of success. But every success that can ever be imagined, every success that can ever be acquired by anybody, everything is included in here. Such a different thing that some person's notion of success might be total failure. In other words, what he is regarding as success in reality complete failure. For example, just to understand it by means of an example, a little child and the child has seen some thing kept, a knife or whatever and he is trying to make his way to it. Maybe he is a little high or whatever the case is. So he is struggling, he is battling, he is trying to reach that knife. And when he is not reaching it, he is regarding it as, I am failing. And his idea of success at that time is I must get hold of this knife. But the child as he's struggling and trying to reach it and his hand is about hitting there, from the distance the parent sees it. The parent comes running, grabs the knife away. So the child feels, I have now failed in my endeavor. And supposing the child managed to get hold of that knife, for that moment he is over the moon. I've succeeded. What I was trying for, I've succeeded. Now he is regarding gaining that knife in his hand as success. But what is going to be the end result of what he regarded as success? Disaster. The next moment he might cut his own hand. The third moment it might be already his life is ebbing away. What he understood to be success, that was a total failure actually. What he regarded as failure was actually his success. That he got saved. So our understanding of success might not necessarily be success. What is reality? What is success in reality? Allah Ta'ala is promising that. But The success in reality, one part of the success is bila That that na'mat which will remain forever will never perish. Something is perishable and all the things in this world are perishable. So this world can never give real success to anybody in anything. Person made great amount of effort. He had some target. I must get this amount of wealth. By the time he reached that target Already it started becoming fana when he reached that target because five years ago he planned if I get ten million everything is done. By the time he reached ten million, he says ten million is now worth only five million. So now he still didn't get anywhere. He got ten million, but he still didn't get ten million. He got say I can only buy worth worth five million. But five years ago what you targeted, you can only buy half of that now. So now this carries on. By the time he reaches that next target, the Strength and the buying power of that has already reduced. He made the great effort to buy that ultimate model of that vehicle, it's the ultimate. Six months later, he sees somebody else is driving the ultimate, which is already he is outdated. It was the ultimate is outdated already. So this is now he's already feeling low. He's already looking at the next one now. So that which is so perishable, so temporary. That a person made all the effort, put his whole heart and soul into acquiring it when he reached there, he's still feeling that I got it I got I didn't get what I wanted. He's still looking next door. So that can't be success. That is something which is a necessity a person will use that wealth that that bounty is necessity. A person builds a toilet, he doesn't bring the visitors when he comes when they come to visit the house for the first time and take them to go see the toilet. When he's walking around he bypasses that He just probably mentions it that the toilet is here it's a necessity so that's not regarded as any great achievement though nowadays that too has become an art in the way the bathroom and toilet is designed so that's a different issue altogether but the point is that even after all that too nobody gives it much attention but what is of ne- what is the reality is what counts so the reality is what will never perish and what will never perish is not in this dunya, it's in akhirat, it's in jannat. So wa That respect which will never ever be succeeded by any kind of dishonor, disgrace, disrespect. That respect and honor which will only increase, which will never decrease. And this dunya... For every one person that has got something good to say about somebody, there's another one person got something the opposite to say about him. Sometimes he hears a lot of praises about himself, he barely took the turn, and he's hearing something else. So somebody is there to pat him on his back, and the next person is there to stab him in his back. This is dunya, this is how it carries on. And sometimes this is a social video. He used to read the letters that used to come, the correspondence. So, once he started reading one letter, and as soon as some abusive things came, he put it aside. He so said, no, read it. So when all these people were praising me, and calling me big, big titles which I don't deserve to be called, now, this was out of his tawazu, out of his humility, he said this. At that time, you didn't tell me that this is untrue. You let, you read it out to me and I listened to it also. So if this is untrue also, let me listen to this too. If on the one side, the people were exaggerating in my praises, if this one is exaggerating a bit in my things against me, so I have so much of this, I feel this. So this will balance out that. It will sober up things a little bit. This is the way that they looked at things. One person used to regularly write very abusive letters, every now and then. So after some time, one day as a Gangoyi, asked uh, Yahya Sahib, that for a long time our friend hasn't written to us, for a long time our friend, because for quite some time now those letters hadn't come or weren't being read. So he said our friend hasn't written to us for a long time. So when he asked this those letters were coming but I as soon as I see where it came from I put it aside. What's the point in reading it? You know what's in there? It's only abuse from beginning to end. There's nothing of any substance in it. There's nothing of any benefit in it. So why even take the bother to listen to such a thing where from beginning to end the person is going to be talking these kind of things. We've heard it over and over again. We know it. People who have that focus on their hearts, which is the next point in this ayat, man tazakka, those who are forever concerned about that tazkiyah about that purity of the heart, their mind is somewhere else, their thought is on a very different level. I imagine somebody forget repeatedly abusing us and writing abusive letters and whatever. One abusive word is too much one harsh word will become too much for us. And here this is repeatedly being said. But what is the response? Muhammad says that, what's the point in reading it? He says that in the middle of all whatever other things he might have written, perhaps sometimes he might just say something which might apply. So I listen to it with that intention that if something applies, Alhamdulillah, he's given me some advice, I must take it. Now, who, can, who can have that heart? That person who wants that pure heart. He's trying everything. One person, very recently, maybe two-three days ago, his father passed away some years back. So He was talking about his father and the various advices that his father gave in terms of business, in terms of other day-to-day things, in terms of life. So now in the process he was talking about that in terms of business and how to make a business a success and how to move it forward. So various things that his father told him. So one aspect was customer relations. And in that he one day told him, on different occasions he told him some things. So he said, Kabi gade ko bhi baap padega? Kabhi gade ko bhi. Sometimes you'll have to call a donkey also your father. What he meant is that sometimes some customer will come, he'll be behaving like a complete donkey, but you'll have to tell him you are my father. Then you'll win that customer. And when you win the customer, then you own his wallet also. But now the point that we need to learn from this, that this advice he gave him, fine, on a business level, he he's just explaining to him that treat the customer well, And after all, you treat him well, it's a benefit. Fair. To that point, there's no harm in that. But the issue is that for the sake of winning his confidence, gaining his happiness, making him open or to try to open his heart out so that his wallet opens out also. Because he'll buy then. Then even if he's behaving like a donkey, the person is still prepared to call him my father. Why? Because he's going to buy this now. And if I tell him the reality that you're behaving like a donkey, he'll take his money elsewhere. So now I will tell him still that you're behaving like a farishta. So why? Because of that attachment with that money. Now the same lesson is here. That because of that concern that there's some wealth to be acquired inside. This was the wealth that will come in the pocket. And it's perishable, today is here, tomorrow Allah knows where it is. So there's a wealth inside also. And those who understood the value of that wealth inside. So for them to listen repeatedly to all this abuse with this intention, that in the middle of all this there might be something that applies. So if I get something that applies, I must take it. So he says, no, I listen with that intention, you must read it. Sometimes we don't know... In whose hand Allah Ta'ala might put some advice for us though he's abusing us some advice might come through his hand so we listen to it carefully and take it so this complete success that where there is only is there is no zillat that is cannot be in dunya it is in jannat so this complete success that is being promised but of lahat or is where there is only wealthiness there's never poverty that can only be jannat otherwise in the dunya many a person as wealthy as he may be he's still poverty stricken as wealthy as he is he is still poverty stricken in the sense that he's all the time worried what happens tomorrow if something goes wrong all this suddenly perishes all this something goes haywire the tax man catches up and he just becomes the axe man everything suddenly goes Allah forbid so all these worries, all now it's fine, it's there, alhamdulillah, it's a na'mat, we'll use it. But the person is still in this parashan. And sometimes, no matter what the person has, he's not content. That is the greatest poverty, lack of contentment. So this is all only in jannah. So this is the success that Allah is promising. Kat أَفْلَحَ Indeed, he has gained total success. Who? Mantazakka. The person who has purified himself. Purified his heart. Purified his heart from what. Often, our concept of piety is restricted to the external self. That is also part of piety. That is also part of deen. It's not excluded from deen. But that is the start of it. Piety extends from the outside to the in, and it ex- from the inside, it bursts out from everything outside. It's a two-way thing, both sides. Sometimes it starts off on the outside, the outside affects the inside, and when the inside is clear, then it will also affect the outside. It can't happen that the inside is not right, and the outside remains right forever. Or that the inside becomes right and the outside doesn't, no change comes up. Not possible. The outside must get affected by the inside. So, the inside, the heart, is actually the issue. And to the extent that a person has purified the heart, to that extent everything will get purified. It's not possible other things don't then fall in place. And therefore Allah Ta'ala says, "Qad aflaha man tazakka That person who has purified himself, What is in the heart? First thing that a person has to purify his heart of is Kufr and Shirk. Kufr, Shirk in every form. One is Shirk-e-Jali, a higher form of Shirk, person ascribing partners to Allah. The other is Shirk-e-Khafi, aspect of riyah. doing something which should be done solely for Allah, but the person is doing it with the ulterior motive doing it for the praise of people, doing it to become recognized. This is also a shirk. So to purify the heart of shirk, then to purify the heart of pride, which was the first sin that was committed. Iblis. Pride came to him. And he said, I am better. The pride comes and everything is gone. So to purify the heart of pride, then all the other ailments of the heart, malice, jealousy, hatred, greed, greed for the dunya, the lusts, and whatever else becomes an obstacle in the path of Allah wa Taala, Whatever becomes an obstacle between a person reaching Allah Taala. So when a person has acquired this purity, Allah Taala says, Qad aflaha. He has been totally purified. And this purification comes with effort. This comes with effort. And we look previously what kind of efforts were made. Just for example, this is perhaps something we discussed previously this example, Aziz Azizul Hassan Majub Rahmatullah He was a person who had a very high post in the British government. What we can understand in our context, like the premier of the province, something on that level. And he became concerned about his Islam and came into the company of rahmatullah Hamtulali. Uh, he was a natural poet. He sees something, and the next thing he's already saying it in a poetic form. Now he came and to himself. I need to be my Islam. I need to purify myself, I need to rectify myself. So, any case, as time went now, his day in the Hanka, his khidmat. So, he would just say things spontaneously, after some time as a told him, look, in certain times you are not allowed to say anything, you must just keep quiet. When you will be allowed to speak, then you will speak, otherwise you keep quiet. Very well, after some time, again this, now this was something that has been going on for years, and now a person of that caliber, that position, and he is used to now having his way. So. After some time, again spontaneously something came out. He says you have warned, He said, mistake. Won't do it again. After some time, it happened again. And the third time it happened, he said, now you see, you are also talking to others. They're talking to you. So you go to remind them and they're going to be reminded as well that they shouldn't talk to you. So what you do is now you take one little card and you write the khamosh, silence. And you hang it around your neck. And you walk around with this wherever you are so whoever sees you before you can talk they are already looking somewhere else because they don't want to talk to you now imagine a person on that level come from that background and now he is being subjected to this and he is ready to do it and he does it he hangs this card over him around his neck hanging on his chest Khamush, like a child sometimes Allah alam that these things happen slow or not but in kindergarten, put this around him, whatever the thing is written on it now a person who's on that level in society is being told to do the same thing so he didn't walk around, walk on out from there and I'm a child or something I'm being treated like a kid here he happily submitted and on one occasion something happened he called the khadim he said take his bedding and throw it out must go from here. Now, all these are, we might wonder what this is all about, but there is something behind all this. Those who understand it, understand it, of how this isla is made. Take his bedding and throw it outside. He must go now. So don't even leave him to do it, already take it out. So he went out. Now, outside the pavement is municipal land. And now, where the Khanka wall ends, the pavement is there. So, the Khadim went and left his bedding there. So, he also went and sat down there. And first, now he was, after all, on that caliber. So, he used to take some little but so to say, leeway as a ba- on the basis of that level that he was. He used to consider that also. So, first, he wrote one small little poem. And he just said it. So that the message went in. The crux of that poem was, I don't remember the wording, the Urdu wording itself, that that belongs to him and this side is mine. he can sit here. He won't let me come in and I won't go out. He won't let me come in but I won't go out from here. I'll sit here. So he remained there. Some time passed. Then again he had another little couplet and he sent it to Hazrat which was also kind of so to say asking forgiveness in it. I said, very come back, brought him in again. But the point is he understood that something that was to be acquired. There was some wealth to be earned here. So for that wealth, there's some effort to be made. Now he was a person who was from a secular field. He wasn't he didn't go through some danululum or something. But after the Tani Rahmdul Ali passed away and his khulaface we are of the caliber of Hazrat Mufti Shafi S.A.W. Hazrat Ma'ala Abram Haq S.A.W. Giants among the field of ulama also. Many others. But many of these people then turned to Hazrat Khaja Saab and made him their sheikh. Senior ulama of this caliber. But what was the background to it? The background was that he annihilated himself to acquire this wealth inside when he totally annihilated himself to acquire this, then Allah, ta- according to a person's sacrifice, accordingly Allah Ta'ala blesses the person. His sacrifice was of a far higher level. That he came with, from this background. He wasn't used to all this. And then he was subjected to this and he happily accepted it. Somebody else who might have accepted that, his sacrifice may be 20 times more. To be submitted, to sub- subjected to the same thing, But from the background that he came, his sacrifice will be 50 times more. So he received accordingly. They say no pain, no gain. But extra pain, extra gain also. So he gained accordingly. That thereafter, after the Taqi passed away, these great giants in the field of film, in the field of taqwa, and everything, who had their own following in the thousands, and they turned on the Khaja Sabah and they make him their sheikh. So this is the aspect of man one person wrote to us, that I have this pride in me and I don't seem to be able to overcome this, so he wrote some advice do this, do that, after a while he wrote back, I tried all this, not working still again he wrote back gave him some advice after a while he wrote back that this too I have tried all this not working also he said well very well, the third time now I wrote, you've tried all these things, none of these seem to be having any effect on you So now you choose that namaz in your community when the maximum number of musallis are present. Like for example in our situation you might say maybe Maghrib time or Isha time. where The maximum number of people are present at that time. Other namazes, many are out probably working or whatever. So in that namaz when the maximum number of musallis are present, you stand up and make one elan, give one announcement. Brothers, I have written to my sheikh and I have informed him of my malady, of my pride. And he gave me many advices. I tried everything, everything failed. Now the only thing that is left is that I have asked all of you to make dua for me. That Allah Taala the pride from me. Mm-hmm. After namaz, every day, once a day, you stand up. In that namaz, when it is most number of musallis present and make this announcement. After the third day, this person wrote, has is gone. <laughs> but put ourselves in that moment, standing up in front of that whole crowd of musallis and saying, I have tried everything, this pride is still in me. Every person... Wants to be called humble and be regarded as humble irrespective of what is inside. Now, to make that acknowledgement and to confess, so to say, and now to request everybody's dua, but the person accepted it. And barely two days pass, and the third day he says, Alhamdulillah, I feel all this is now suddenly washed away. So the issue is that this requires effort. But when that effort is made, Allah is promising. Qad that now this total success, the success which we hear about every day, the muazzin, after he says, "Hayya ala salah, then it Al حَيَّ That This total success is nothing now but in answering the call of the muazzin. Because now it's namaz time. Now the person is seeing the dollars rolling in but he's being reminded that success is not in there now. Now the success is to come and answer the call of the muazzin. He is seeing the success in his, whatever he is, busy, doing something. The success is nowhere but now in answering Allah's command. So this success is what we have been to- told about every day. That this salah is where your success lies. The success lies in this tazkiyah. In this purification of the heart, of the inside. And to the extent this purification will take place. And this is something that there isn't any press button. When presses one button and the light will come on. And everything is done. It doesn't happen like that. There's a process. But a person dedicates himself, is consistent, he is making the effort. As anything else, a child when a child starts walking, that's also another issue. And many a times a person wants instant results. And sometimes a person just some little mishap takes place, a person has slipped somewhere, and now there's total despondency. So there are things that we keep got to keep in mind. Number one, the effort has to be constant. The effort has to be consistent. And number two, things don't happen overnight. When a child starts learning to walk, so first he even crawls. There's a time when he's crawling, and it's a long process. The child crawls. Now, while the child is crawling, he sees all the other children around him running, so if the child somehow could insist that I'm going to run, nobody's going to listen to him. But it's still your time to crawl now, you crawl, but keep crawling. So if now the parents say, no, this child now on his toes crawling, rather get one motorized, some toy, you must send it, and this remote control will let, take him around. He'll never even learn to walk any day because that crawling has tremendous benefit in him, uh, in his arms and legs for him. All the muscles are being strengthened in that crawling. And this is a natural process. Many a times, parents hinder this process. Whereas this is a natural process. Everything is being strengthened in that. Now after crawling, then the time will come when he'll start taking one step at a time. But he'll take one step and he'll fall the second step. But now when he falls, if the parents pick him up from tomorrow, don't walk because it's very dangerous. Don't know what will happen next. If any parent ever does that, that child will never walk his whole life. And the child also is most eager to wake up the next moment and walk again. So one is that there will be a period of crawling. Then there will be a period of very, very unsteady steps. But provided that through all this, the effort is constant. Provided through all this that every time there's a fall, there's a wake-up. Every time there's a mess, there's a clean-up. And there's no... When the child starts walking again, neither the parents intend that he must fall. And nor does the child intend that I will fall. He doesn't want to fall. But first he falls maybe 100 times in one day. And then after a few days he falls 50 times a day. Then maybe 5 times a day. Then he might fall once in 5 days. And then a time comes he's running. And then maybe 5 years go by, he doesn't fall. But there's a process. But the one condition in everything is that that constantly the effort is being there is being made if he sits down now he's walking is very dangerous forget about it or already in one day fifty times I fell this is now a hopeless case forget about it then a person will get nowhere so this is the lesson we learn from here that we are all children in this we are all children still but our effort has to be constant And when the effort is constant Allah Ta'ala's mercy will come on the effort Allah Ta'ala's mercy will come On that intention What can we do? Who are we? But our intention is genuine And our attempt is genuine Then Allah Ta'ala loves that Intention And that attempt person is making a genuine attempt Sometimes a child Is jumping and trying to get something Which his Maybe it's whatever it is. So the parent watches for a while, then the parent comes from behind and picks him up and takes it to him. Take it now with your own hands. Whereas he still couldn't reach it, but he was made to reach it. On our own, we can never reach it. On our own, we can never get anywhere. But if our effort is constant, Allah will make us reach it. And sooner or later, that will be achieved. But our job is to continue. So this is the lesson that we gain in this ayat that that person has gained total success who has purified himself. And that purification is an effort, is a process. We need to continue with dua, that attempt. And indeed, the process requires tazakya. There's a process of a muzakki. Somebody who we take guidance from. And to the extent that we will relate, take the guidance, move on step for step, accordingly we'll find the path opening. This is the nizam of Allah Ta'ala. It's nobody's kamal. It's nobody's achievement. Neither the person taking guidance or neither the person giving guidance is Allah is doing. But this is the nizam. This is the system Allah Ta'ala has placed. So to the extent that this process is adopted, that effort is made, the intention is genuine, Allah Ta'ala opens the way. Allah Ta'ala grant us all. Complete Islam, complete Tazkiyah, and grant us an everlasting and complete success. Wa Alhamdulillah.
0: ا يا ا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا, كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله La ilaha illallah la illallah la illallah la illallah la illallah la illallah la no, 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 Muhammadur Rasoolullah sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam. Ho jayi mera dil ek meidane hu. To ho, to hii ho, to hii tu. Ghayr se bilkul hii uth jayi nazar. तो ही तू आए नजर देखू जिदर और मेरे तन में बजाए आवो गिल दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल नफ़सों दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझको तबाए मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے آخر ورد Muhammadun Rasulullah sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi sallam Allah, Allah jalla jalaluhu ammanawaluhu Allah Allah ka aisa pyara عاشق hai aashiqon ka meena aur jaam hai Allah Allah ka aisa pyara naam راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود aah raaz asma hamdam na boond raaz ra rahire khuda mehram na boond ilahi bandaran uswa makun gar badam sir man ilahi bandaran uswa makun gar badam sir man हर तमन्ना दिल से रुक्सत हो गई अब तो आ जा अब तो खलवत हो गई हर तमन्ना दिल से रुक्सत हो गई अब तो आ अब तो खलवत हो गई मिटा दे अपनी Chordesari Bastigo, Basti Basti, Allah, 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 Allah,
2: Allah, 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 Allah
0: Allah, الله لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم اللهم <سؤال> لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما على نفسك جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما ربنا وعلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخف لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتن على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم الناس ألك الهدا والتقا والعفى فوالغنا اللهم آتِ نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم إنا نسألك تمام الآفية ودوام العافية والشكر على العافية ربنا لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسولك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد Illahul Alameen Ya
1: Allah Ilahul Alamin Ya Allah Alamin Hamare Dil Ilahul Alamin we are full of all filth Allah Ilahul Alabin, our hearts are so filthy, ya Allah Alamin, we have soiled our eyes, Ya Allah. We have soiled our ears, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have soiled our tongues in sin, Ya Allah in our hands and feet have been soiled in sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are drowning in sin from head to toe, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, despite all your bounties, despite all your favors, Ya Allah Every moment Every second Every split second Ya Allah We are enjoying your benefits We are enjoying your némats We are enjoying your bounties Ya Allah Ya Allah But the only Ya Allah return we gave Ya Allah And the gratitude we showed Ya Allah Was that we sinned with All these bounties Ya Allah Ya Allah Forgive this major crime of ours Ya Allah, Allah forgive this major sin of ours Ya Allah, Allah forgive all of our major and minor sins Ya Allah Ya Allah Purify us totally Ya Allah Ya Allah Purify our hearts Ya Allah Ya Allah Purify our eyes Ya Allah Ya Allah Purify our ears Ya Allah, ya Allah purify our tongues ya Allah. Ya Allah purify our hands and feet ya Allah. Ilahul let us remain pure for you ya Allah. Ilahul ya Allah we have been so concerned about keeping our clothes clean ya Allah. Ya Allah we have been so concerned about keeping our shoes clean ya Allah. Ya Allah we have kept our homes and cars clean ya Allah. ya Allah we've kept everything clean ya Allah. Ya Allah but your home which is our hearts, ya Allah. The home of your love ya Allah that we have made filthy with everything ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, purify all the najasat and fulfill it in our hearts ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah forgive us for this ya yeah, yeah, Allah. Ya Allah purify our hearts ya Allah. Allah completely remove all the evils from our hearts ya yeah, Allah. Remove all the filth from our hearts ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul alamin, fill our hearts with your love ya yeah, Allah. Allah fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Fill our hearts with the love of deen ya yeah, Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the effort of deen ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah fill our hearts with compassion for the ummah ya yeah, Allah. Ilahul alamin, fill our hearts ya yeah, Allah with all the good qualities ya yeah, Full tawazu and humility in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin full generosity in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put forgiveness in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah. Remove all the malice and hatred and jealousy from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the pride from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah. You make us the way that you are pleased, with, Ya Allah. Ilahul ya Allah, all those who have passed away forgive them ya Allah make their complete maghfirati ya, ya Allah raise their
0: stages in the akhirat ya Allah ilahul at the time of our day take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah ilahul take us on tubatun nasuh Allah ilahul
1: take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya Allah, Allah grant us the shafa'at of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah grant us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya Allah ya Allah what account can we give for anything ya Allah ilahul we can't account for one. Und- Single thing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever uh, outwardly righteous deeds we have done, that too is so filled with mistakes, Ya Allah. That is so filled with weaknesses, Ya Allah. We cannot even present that, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all we can present in front of you is our humbleness, Ya Allah. Our helplessness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alam in our nothingness, Ya Allah. That we have done nothing and we can do nothing, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alam in all that we can present to you, Ya Allah. Is our hope for your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that we be beg of you for your mercy, Ya Allah. alamin, show your mercy down upon us, Ya Allah. Allah, show your mercy upon our families, Ya Allah. Show your mercy upon our friends, Ya Allah. Allah, show your mercy upon the entire Ummat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, make the complete Maghfirat of the complete Ummat, Ya Allah. alamin, remove the hardships and sufferings from the Ummat, Ya Allah. alamin, relieve the entire Ummat of all the sufferings, Ya Allah. alamin, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirrah, dahima. Ya Allah, all those who are in financial difficulties, remove their financial difficulties, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant barakat in each person's rizq, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us halal and tayyib rizq, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from every drop and every grain of haram, ya Allah. Allah, 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 all the pious aspiration each one has in their hearts. Ya Allah, you fulfill it for Raiv, Ya Allah. Yalla, remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah grant love and unity in the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah, Allah. all the good that Rasulullah s.a. asked for. Ya Allah, we are also begging for all the good. Ya Allah, whatever Nabi s.a. sought refuge from Ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Sa'ala wa سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم
0: ونعوذ بك من شر ما من نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة الا بالله العلي العظيم